Today's episode of Art of the Flow is brought to you by Helmbot. As you are probably already aware, Helmbot is a scheduling software built for float centers that's not only for scheduling your float tanks, but it's also scheduling your employees. It's also a tool to communicate with your employees to create tasks. There's a lot that Helmbot does. One of their latest updates is that now you can set a price point that people need to use for using a promo code. So spend $100 or more, you can use this promo code and get 30% off. Do whatever you want to do. It's customizable. It's lovely. Helmbot.com is where you want to go to check it out. We're also brought to you by Isopod. I-S-O-P-O-D.com is where you want to go to check out Isopod float tanks. Isopod float tanks are beautiful float tanks designed out of Europe that are incredibly spacious on the inside so that when anybody sees them, they are put at ease. They're also built incredibly well. They're, they're they have quite an industrial build, which means that from the outside, they're easy to take care of. They don't break down. They're built well. i-sopod.com is where you want to go to check them out. I am a big fan. We now have two isopods at our float center. Let's go ahead and start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Art of the Float, Float 2022. Yeah, we're back, baby. We took a long hiatus there. Well, we'll admit it. We needed a, needed a little downtime. We'll get more into that. But um, let's see here. My name is Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon. We've been open for 10 years as of December the 14th, something like that. I am drinking a Fort George stout at the moment. Um, it is 8.8 uh, alcohol by volume, 16 ounces. So um, this is my party episode. This is welcome back. This is not the episode to listen to if it's your first time listening to this podcast, or it's exactly the right episode to listen to if uh, you're not super keen on actually learning float information and more so just um, learning who these wacky guests are. Because that's what we're going to be delving into and kind of recapping um, the closeout of the year for our, our businesses and stuff and just talk about what's uh, what's been going on for us. Gloria? Hello, Gloria Morris here from Float60. And uh, we've been open six years in like two weeks. So I'm getting Yay. those memory photos popping up that ah, show yes, construction yes. in Chicago. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's been six years. So yeah, and I'm drinking. Are you ready for it? H2O. Oh, what? good for you. Good for you. you. Wow. I'm on my, yeah. probably, this you is support probably your my water 64th drinking. ounce yeah. right now that I'm sucking oh. down. And uh, yeah, hopefully I won't ma- have to make a pit stop in the middle of this podcast. For, it, it's always me doing the pit stop. So I, <laughs> I will welcome anybody else saying we need to take a break. That's great. <laughs> and this is Drew from New Hampshire Float. And I have uh, been open for four years in November, and um, I don't know what else. Oh, I'm drinking a margarita. I love tequila. <laughs> I'm usually drinking a margarita or just sipping straight tequila. But since in general? This is the, uh, well, no, not in general. And really, to be honest, I've been doing way less drinking lately, but um, this is my party night is to do the podcast, have a drink, <laughs> and whoop it up. So nice. tequila it is. Sweet. Nice. Love it. And I'm Kim Hannon. I own Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in southern Indiana. Um, I am triple fisting it tonight because I have water. 
Very healthy. I good for you. Good for you too, Kim. Good for you. My Zenify wow. stress relief drink. Good for you. And I'm topping it off with a Kentucky bourbon barrel peppermint porter, Whoa. also in the oh. 8.2-ish percent <laughs> range. So I'm with you, Dylan. It's going to be a good porter. night. Yeah. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> so good. So good. Well, you know, before we break down what's been going on with us and with you beautiful people, let's talk about the new option for listening to the podcast, shall we? And it's something we plan on doing all of 2022, which is what? not just, yeah, no, <laughs> Drew doesn't know about what it. Is, what is this? Do we have to work hey, Dylan, what are we doing? on the podcast? Not Live required. reaction from the co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait We're to hear this news. out in real time. Uh, yeah, we're all learning together. Kim's the only one who reads the show notes. It's great. It's great. Um, so, uh, Gloria, you can you you are n- not required to wear closed still. It's okay. I will fix all it right. in post. I will Woo, add pixels. It's goodness. all right. Yeah, this is don't. the only time I get to wear my birthday suit with Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> guys, I wish I wish we could say we were only joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> I write a book about the old episodes. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, there has been a little bit of skin shown on the, uh, Drew. There's been a little skin on your camera <laughs> in the past as well. My goodness. It, it's been From some of those. From an editing standpoint, we could just use the black bar. Right? Yeah. Just put the whole the screen middle. would be blacked out for me, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> What's he smoking? Ah, put a black bar in front of it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, pixelate it. Let's see here. So uh, we're video. Hey, look at us. We're on video now. You can actually look at us. Uh, we'll upload those on the YouTubes. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Drew, I didn't tell you about that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry for my appearance this evening, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're beautiful as always. We're trying this out. We'll see how it goes. I'm pretty excited about it. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, I guess since I'm already rambling, I'll just ramble some more. So I remodeled my kitchen and we didn't pay anybody to install our cabinets. So um, that is literally what I've been doing throughout the holidays. And of course, like every remodel, it's not just, um, oh yeah, here your cabinets showed up and, and you install them. It's, oh, there's this problem and it leads to that problem. And it just like every construction job. And I mean, I do consulting work. I understand that everything takes longer than you expect it to. Yeah, here I was texting my buddy who just remodeled his kitchen and it took months and months and months. And I was like, dude, they just showed up easy peasy. They fit together. I'm, I'm going to have this done, you know, by the end of the weekend and then all finalized by Christmas. Well, as it turns out, our floor um, was higher up in the kitchen than the rest of the house. So I had to tear up all the subflooring, reinstall, do all this other stuff before even beginning in the installation. And we're, we're still not done. We don't even have countertops yet. And have... you chose to do this in the middle of the holidays. Oh, Gloria, this is a public podcast, isn't it? Um, I will <laughs> then say my <laughs> wife and I agreed to this equally. Uh, that is all I will say about that. We we agreed to this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we agreed I, to you doing this. Over yeah, the, uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, I did sign up for it. I, she wanted to do it and I was like, you know what, babe, let, let's just do it. And, um, that's what I've been doing for a long time now. And then I got COVID. Uh, uh, I think it was Omicron. Omicron prime. And it, uh, kind of, kind of sucks. It, um, 
didn't seem that bad other than the brain fog was insane and I couldn't get any work done. Um, I couldn't write emails back. I couldn't focus on anything. And, and towards the end, I had a lot of uh, kind of joint pain or tendon pain um, and, and tons of body weakness and fatigue, so much fatigue. Um, but, uh, mainly if you were like single, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but trying to parent two kids, um, who don't really have a lot of the effects <laughs> was, was pretty brutal. So that I will say has led to this podcast being delayed, uh, pr further into 2022 than I anticipated. Um, Drew even recorded a, a bonus episode with the FTA that was supposed to be released last year, and I feel really bad about it. That will be released, um, but it won't be as timely, which I feel like a big um, asshat about. Uh, but I, I, I have had a hard time focusing for a long time now. It's it's lasted way too long. So anyway, that's what's going on with me and, and a little bit of the, the old pod as well. Incredible. Gloria. Well, I uh, am so, like I said, happy to be back because I feel like it's been so long since I've connected with you guys. And it's really a therapy for me to get on this podcast. Yeah, so, totally. yeah, I mean, I feel like it was a blur. I think after the float conference, you know, we had a couple months of steady shows and then I got right into the holidays. We had a couple of holiday episodes and we had a great holiday. So we have a we're finally at the point, you guys, where I have like the full staff and we're not scrambling back and forth to find people. Nice. So congrats. that has just been such a huge thing. But uh, yeah, I've been nesting and no, I'm not having a baby. In well, yeah, that's my. That, <laughs> but I've been nesting. I've been cleaning closets and like spring cleaning, even though it's, you know, it was December. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. It's like I'm getting ready for something else. Do you guys have any ideas? Well, I mean, you might want to take a test. I mean, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds pregnant to me, Gloria. Well, you are glowing tonight. I mean, there's a chance. I, I definitely know that I am not. Is not that. But, uh, yeah, it certainly felt like that. I had that flashback because I remember being like that 20-some years ago. But, yeah. But guys. aren't you guys in the middle of opening yet another business, though, uh, with your husband? So yes. you, you are kind of birthing another baby. <laughs> you know what? Good Less point. painful baby. Hopefully. Good point. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is true. We did. We purchased this crazy, uh, <laughs> this crazy existing business. It was like a miniature golf course, batting cages, go karts. We actually have ten. No, I think we have 12 go-karts, you guys. So cool. Whirly ball, you what? come and visit me. <laughs> We're going to brand one float 60, of course. But maybe, yeah, maybe you guys can come and visit. And mm -hmm. uh, we'll give you some batting lessons, some catching lessons. And, uh, oh, yeah, man. we have a dome. Um, so my husband's in the baseball industry, for those that don't know. And, uh, gosh, we have all kinds of kids coming through there. So it's open. But I am working nice. on a special portion of the project. So I am kind of heads down in that in addition wow. to working my full-time job so okay yeah i knew about the business purchase i didn't realize that you were you know actively a part of it oh yeah Denver. this is this is definitely a couple in denver you Yikes. know i'm not teaching baseball but yeah like i set up the payroll system yesterday i set them up on all of the systems um so i'm kind of the behind the scenes i built the website and uh just handed that off to somebody else so, yeah. So is this the I'm first active. time you and your husband are, are working together on a business? 
Well, I'm just kind of acting as a management consultant, ah, um, going nice. in and kind of helping him with, you know, processes and, you know, working with the construction guys and things like that. Oh, wow. But, okay. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all behind the scenes. I pop in, you know, and check on things and have been ordering banners and things like that. But, you know, I'm, I'm involved. Uh, can I jump in? I have a question because yeah. um, so they used, there was a mini golf course there. Right. Yes. Okay. So I saw that the ferry, there was a ferry on like one of the holes that, and yes. does the ferry actually work? Like, could someone put it in water and it'll float or is it full? Like someone's just going to put it somewhere as a decoration. So, so what this he's is, talking about, so, you know, it's, yeah, it's sorry. An hole <laughs> miniature golf course, right? Yeah. And you know, when you go to a miniature golf course, there's all the obstacles oh, and yeah. little houses and so the ferry boat, like it's, it's like a beautiful like river boat. It was the 18th hole. So that was the one where you hit the blast ball. It goes down underneath. And actually, it's not a floating boat. So no, Drew. But okay. what it was, it actually had steam coming up the, the things on top. And it also housed all the electric that lit up the golf course. So it was oh. kind of like... But, oh, my gosh, we had an auction for all this stuff because we had a full arcade and we had all these games and oh. ski ball. And, and it took forever for the guy who purchased the boat to get that out of here. It just happened last week, and they literally brought a oh crane goodness. in, <laughs> lifted it up. Um, crazy, crazy. A little gazebo, and this boat was flying through the air, and we finally got it out of there. So that will eventually be, like, all excavated and leveled and turned into a baseball field. Oh, nice. uh, do you know what the guy's doing with the ferry? I think that he bought it in the auction and was selling it at the same time he was he was bidding on it. So no he way. flipped it. Huh? Yeah. I didn't know there was a ferry market out there. Yeah, the I didn't either. There's some Everyone show wins. called Storage Wars. Have you guys ever watched that show? No, it's not Storage that. Wars, Shipping Wars. Oh, yes, both. Yeah, yeah. So he entered it in that show. No way. Oh my gosh. It's so impossible to ship, but I don't think it made it there. Um, but yeah, we literally just got rid of it last week. So yes, Drew, it's been quite uh, quite an interesting project. But this is probably the That's biggest awesome. project I've ever been involved in. Yeah, what's it? Wow. Uh, 10 acres or something? It's eight and a half acres. Eight and a half acres, oh yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So it's it's tough because it's a 20-year-old business and we have to you know, invest so much just to get it up to a standard, right? Before yeah. we even improve it and make it cool. We have to redo the parking lot. We have to do oh my God. You know, the HVAC system over. And so it's, yeah. it's okay. tough. I got, I got a way to tie this into the float world. I have okay. a question because I know Kim is, and Dylan, you can edit this if this isn't appropriate. Uh, I know Kim is uh, thinking about her future. At whoa, 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 Come on, not cool, not cool. <laughs> He's spilling well, my secrets. Go for well, it. Go for and it. So a question, Gloria, is how is Robert managing trying to build the new place while having his business running? Does he still have his old space and it's still operating out of the old space? Or is he having to shut down right now? Is the new space have some spots that are active and he can use? How does that work for someone trying to – because he has a current location but is – you know, you guys yeah. just bought your own. So he's now taking his business to a new location, which in the float world, there's definitely people who have either done that or are thinking about doing something like that. So how does that, it's, how it's is he doing It's a great question and a great tie-in. Um, so 
you know, he's been, we've been, we actually put a bid in on this location in 2017 to buy this, this parcel of land. So he was kind of planning this and um, he was able to get out of his lease early and basically start the process. It took three weeks for them to get the batting cages out and install them in the dome because we have this big, huge dome, right? So we were able to move in there. Every the whole operation moved in within like three weeks. It that was awesome. in, uh, November, so it was crazy. Um, so we really didn't miss a beat. Um, I have to give him credit for kind of thinking through. I thought it was very aggressive, and I'm aggressive, right? Like, right, and yeah. I'm like, dude, like, is that enough time? Like, huh. we don't want to do things half ass, but you know, people are they understand it's a work in progress. But yeah, he's fully operational over there. The, the parking awesome. lot was full. You know, the whole month of December, basically, with camps and lessons and whatnot. But as it relates to, and I can speak to this now, batting cages pale in comparison to float tanks. So I have had the luxury and privilege of closing a float center and ripping float tanks out. And I can assure you, it is not for the faint of heart. I've used that expression before. It is a nightmare. And once you start moving tanks out, there's all kinds of damage you have to repair. And so, you know, you're going to have to think about, I don't know if we're talking about this out loud, but for those of you considering moving your float center, I don't, I don't understand. Company excluded, um, it's a lot to take in. That's for sure. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. yeah now, that sounds like hell on earth. I know Gloria. someone who's got some float tanks in storage. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. I'd be willing to ship them to this said person, <laughs> let them build their new one and just, you know, get rid of their old one. Wow. So, it's like that. Yeah. It's something yeah. to think about. I would never want to move my center just it's because of that. It, it, it really just sounds is, like hell guys. on earth. Why, yeah. why live through that? Yeah. Anyway, Kim, how are you doing? Uh, (laughs) I don't know anything about what you guys are talking about. (laughs) Doom and gloom. Sometimes you have to take a step backwards to move forward. And sometimes that's the stuff you have to go through to advance and to put yourself in a better situation financially. You know, to to actually be a business podcast, Drew is absolutely correct. (laughs) I think I was being a little too casual there. You're absolutely right, Drew. Well, and And uh, one thing I can add (laughs) that should weigh into this person's decision the anxiety that you have to close a center and make that move, it's, it's overwhelming. Right. It's and it's crazy, certainly with yeah. me, like I was closing the center permanently. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, only permanently for a couple of months until I found a different location, but it's never as bad as you think it is. When you start moving stuff, you just start moving stuff. It's just like moving out of a house. It sucks. It's a lot of work, but you have your momentum. You've got your excitement and I say, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll I'll share because you guys are just tiptoeing around it here. (laughs) No, it is super timely. I posted in the Float Collective about it the other day. That um, so we had a really awesome 2021, um, and we are at the point like we need to grow. And so we've been expanding our hours. We've been hiring new uh, team members. We've been doing like all of that kind of stuff. And so now we're in the decision process 
to start m- like making plans. Um, our lease is up at our space um, mid-June of 2023. And so we have a few months now to decide. And if we do decide that we need to move at the end of that lease, then that means, of course, finding another location, starting the approval process to get finances and then actually doing the construction. So we want to leave about a year um, for that process if we decide to go down that route. We're exploring a whole, whole bunch of options right now. One of those is opening a second location um, rather than walking away from that investment that we have right now. Um, we're also toying with like, what if we moved? And, um, you know, so I'm sure over the next few months, I'll have a lot to say about this. Mm-hmm. I met with some friends today who also have um, wellness businesses and uh, we've, always dreamed about being in a space together. One is actually in our building right now, but because our building is three stories, we don't see each other. Like we don't interact. Our guests use separate doors. Like it's not that like cohesive flow that we had really, really dreamed of and thought we were going to get. And so we're, we're trying to figure out like, would it make sense to go that direction, to share a space together um, and with another uh, practitioner as well. But um we're all kind of leaning towards moving in together in some way, but I have to figure out financially, what does that mean for location number one that is a success? And I know sometimes whenever you open that second one, if your attention's not on the first, then it can start to struggle. And, and I don't want that to happen either. So a lot of decisions to make. Let me make it easy for you. Six months. Yes. I have an Orion and a (laughs) Philion, two wave rooms and a zero body. You can have them. You can I'm, have them. You can just take them. I'm definitely Everybody taking in, the other waves. Let me just say that. Okay. Okay. I right. love you, Gloria. Take them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll accept yeah. a little kickback at some point. We'll hook you oh, up. oh, oh, we'll wow. Yes. At the end, she asked yes. for a kickback. <laughs> just wet her <laughs> beak. We talked about this. It's yours. Yes. But I'm not joking. And we're yeah. just a skip and a jump away from each other, we, right? For those that that don't know, Kim and I are both Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah. And I live at the top of the state. She lives at the bottom of the state. So this is we a are. easy decision for you, Kim. No pressure. As far as we can go. Yeah. How far are we talking drive a is lot. it? Five, five hours. hours. Five and a half, yeah. Indiana is that big? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why aren't you guys mm-hmm. meeting for drinks more often? That's yeah. weird. Yeah. I mean, we, we do like every yeah. other week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But why not more frequently? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's on the Kentucky border. I'm on the Illinois border. So, so this is a border. So this is a permanent recording, Gloria. If if Kim doesn't take you up on that, are those are those up for anybody else? Our listeners to the no, no, this is I got Kim deal. This is I got deal. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, yeah. I did yeah. have somebody that was looking, um, and I didn't even put it out. You know, just somebody mm-hmm. that kind of knew what was going on. But yeah, I didn't yeah. make the move. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Two things real quick. Uh, one is um, I, while being sick, haven't drank drunk, imbibed alcohol for a long time. So this is um, hitting me way faster and harder than I anticipated. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, cheers. Second, cheers to that. Second, um, just uh, right out of the gate, like no, no more discussion of the logistics and everything. Do you think Kim should open a second float center or should she shut hers down and move on? to a whole new location because I have my I have an opinion Please. who wants to go for mm-hmm. I, I have an opinion as well <laughs> go ahead, you guys. that's why we make the big bucks great <laughs> <laughs> let's do Drew first go, Drew. Drew, go all right 
all right, this is what you do. You figure out how to buy your own place. You rent out to that person upstairs, maybe some other people. If you need help financially, you ask people. It's not impossible to find investors who would help with that. <coughs> cough, cough. And wow. I, think that, I think that the move would be you do your, your big move, your big permanent move. You find a space wow. that you can call your own. I know about some of the stuff behind the scenes. I'm not sure what was what has been shared, so I don't want to say too much about it. But I know that if you owned your space, there's a bunch of problems that you would not be dealing with, and you'd have a lot more control of things. And if you're going to make a move, if you do... It would be my encouragement to figure, do what you got to do to figure out, even if it's very difficult, to purchase your place, and you won't have to do it again for the next 20 years. And if and you that do is go, another option. And if you do work, if you may. were to move it all and rent mm-hmm. again, you could put, like, there's a chance you run into some of those mm-hmm. issues at another spot, right? So right. Um, I think that would be option A. If that is possible, and I would say don't discount that because you might know people that would be interested in investing in stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's my thoughts. Okay. Nodding for anybody That's who's not thoughts. watching. I love the fact that we have two polar opposite uh, <laughs> ideas, although I am 150% on board with buying your own place, mm-hmm. hands down, especially yeah. in a region where you live where, you know, it's not a city where mm-hmm. it's just almost impossible to do that, you are in a region where it would make a lot of sense. And so I think from a long-term investment perspective, that makes total sense. I believe with your brains and Graham's beauty, you can make this thing work together. <laughs> like What you said earlier as a concern, <laughs> I don't see that as a concern with the two of you. And Graham yeah. is awesome. I'm just being you know, facetious. He's kind of in the operation you're doing your your business i mean if anybody can make it work with a second location because mm-hmm. of the templates you have put in place and the processes and procedures for the first one you will be su- successful in scaling but you have to make them far apart enough to not cannibalize each other yeah and you know maybe build the second one if you buy a building or whatnot build it with the intention to eventually move this one over. But Mm -hmm. I think you could do it. I think you can buy a building, open a second one, see how it goes and be prepared to cut bait with the, with the last one and just move Mm -hmm. on. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Dylan. What's the point of me even talking at this point? Uh, (laughs) Drew got me with the buying part. Like, yeah. Like whenever I talk to a new float center and they're buying the property, I'm just like so happy and excited for them. Outwardly, inward, I'm seething and jealous and just a very shallow person because um, we've had, we have pretty good landlords, but man, it comes with a lot of hitches and there's a lot of, a lot of conversations about who's in charge of what, who owes for what. Um, a lot, a lot of things come up, and I've heard a few horror stories as well. Of just, it's absolutely not worth it to have a landlord anymore. So, if you can be your own landlord, oh my god! I mean, just owning property in general is a great thing. Gloria, did you what? Yeah, I okay. So, <laughs> you know, I've had five commercial leases in my life now. Okay, and one of them was yeah. an absolute nightmare. Okay, so I'm totally on board mm-hmm. with you know 
getting rid of landlords. However, I can talk now with six, seven months under my belt as a landowner. Mm-hmm. You have to be really prepared to shell out money for oh, things sure. that will absolutely not be noticed. They will be expected. Sure. Like, uh, case in point, the parking lot, okay? Sure. Mm-hmm. A parking lot... And I'm just giving you a number. Like I wouldn't normally bring this up, but it's I think it's a re- really relevant example. Just to get the parking lot in decent shape at this location, it's going to cost us over $117,000. But so, how many parking spots are on there, though? Like 100 there, parking spots? I don't even spots? know. There's a lot. Right? Yeah, there's probably yeah. a couple but hundred it's just parking an example, spots. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because it's crazy it, yeah. expensive. When, when something breaks, like system wide, sure. you have to spend money on the infrastructure of the building, and you, your guests do not see that. It's an expectation sure. that toilets work, you know, stairs don't yeah. break, you know, all, all that stuff that is more structural, that falls on you, and it is it is. Scary. Stairs right? don't like, squeak. I can go to my landlord about squeaky stairs. What? Well, that was probably a dumb example, but <laughs> and I was just thinking like all the things we have to worry about yeah. as float center owners. It's it's mm-hmm. like your problem then, but there's it's good and bad. But I'm telling you, like so <laughs> after after buying this building, like I'm just I'm excited, yeah. but at the same time, it's like wow. Mm. <laughs> and I I think that's part of doing the due diligence. And yes, when I bought my unit. My heating system was old. My water system was old. I had to replace those, and it was thousands of dollars. Good thing is, don't have to worry about those for 10 to 15 years, right? So, there, you know, that's part of – I knew my system was the original system from 1988. That thing had to go at some point. So, it's, that's also part of the due diligence and negotiating. Hey, I'm going to have to replace this and replace that. Um, I've luck out that I'm in a commercial condo spot. I don't know if they have those in Kentucky, but I'm part of a condo board. So if their roof goes, the whole condo pays for it. And I just pay my condo dues. But um, yeah, Gloria's right. Once it's yours, if it's a standalone building, you're responsible for the roof. You're responsible for the parking lot. Um, but again, Assuming you make that happen once, hopefully you don't have to do that again for the next 10 years and you're good and you're gaining equity in that business. And if you ever go to sell your business 20 years from now, when you're looking to leave Kentucky and go to Florida and hang out with Gloria on the beach. Indiana. I leave Indiana. Sorry. You drink Kentucky (laughs) bourbon so much. I just think you're from Kentucky. She's basically in Kentucky. Let's face it. But Kim. The, you yeah. know, the other thing, and you, I'm sure, know all this, but, you know, the SBA has wonderful programs for mm-hmm. land-based businesses or mixed-use complexes, you know, the 504. The, the great thing about owning a business building is when you go to sell it, it doesn't really matter if they want your float tank business, right? Let's face it. There's a lot of float tank businesses out there for sale, and we're not going to get the money that we think they're worth, right? So thinking the long game we're not getting any younger i know i'm the oldest one out of the four of us but i think you know 20 years down the road now and uh i i think i think it's a no-brainer for you to buy yeah i i know I a couple my, of folks that will pitch in a couple of bucks yeah i think my like my dream scenario would be that we open a second location we buy it and open that building invite a couple of very very carefully selected folks into the space um and then if our building does come up for sale from our original location 
maybe we buy that one as well. Um, yes. I don't know. That one is such an up in the air. Like there have been rumors that the building will come for sale at a certain point and then talk about, no, that's not going to happen. But yeah, it will. But no, it won't. And so and those decisions won't be made until probably a year after our lease is up. And so we'll stay there um, at likely through at least that point. Um, but I don't, there are so many unknowns, but I know we need a bigger space. We have a few issues that we want to get away from in our current space, like our construction and our actual build out, you know, like there's very little I would change. What little bit I would change is like such nitpicky sort of preferency stuff. Um, but our build out was just phenomenal. And that part, I'm like, oh, I can't walk away from that. But the great thing is our contractor has already said he's in to do it again. If we ever want to open a second location, he's there for us. And, like, that's huge. He already knows it. Do you even want to use the contractor that you used in the first place? <laughs> yeah, that's or, like a lottery yeah. ticket. Like, congratulations yes. on that. Uh, yeah, great. he was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And we would 100% do it again and bring that's him awesome. in. He knows what to do. And, like, he loved the project. And that really showed, I think, through the whole thing is like how much love he poured into the whole project, not just from, you know, us being there, but he got it. He did his research and he, he was amazing. Loving. I just want to throw out there. I forgot that um, I had looked into, I think I had spoke about it on a previous podcast, but that SBA 504 loan, you can, my bank was going to, when I was looking to open another location, they wanted 15% down. And that included a build-out, like a construction loan. So wow. I didn't need to do 20% for the building and then 20% for the construction totally. loan. It was 15% down for the building and the <laughs> loan to build. So That's good to know. Yeah, it's definitely something to keep in mind. Huh. And um, I, and again, you know, Kim, that the, especially with stuff you've gone through already, that it is better if you owned your own space, if you can make oh, that yeah. happen. It's a lot easier said than done, but, um, you know, you're a very smart mm -hmm. cookie and you have uh, a lot of people around you that I just think outside of the box is, I guess, mm -hmm. what I would say, encourage you to do, because I think awesome. you could make things happen if you decided you wanted to make them happen. Mm -hmm. Thank you, okay, guys. So and you guys. We'll have so much more about this later. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I, 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 sorry, I'm not ready to move on just yet. But uh, so I don't think I ever fully answered, but that's fine because Gloria and Drew gave way better answers than I probably could have. But uh, my question is more an exploratory question of you do mindful, that's two L's, dot solutions um, that's helping other float centers and other businesses with. All sorts of things about media oriented and, and networking, social media. How much energy will a second location, whether it's moving or opening a second mm -hmm. location, will that take away from that business? And how much attention do you need to put into that to grow? Or is it already right. a self-sustaining organism? Because there's only so much time in the day. Even though you insanely have an ability to just do everything always, <laughs> which I have no feelings about whatsoever. But... I think it's constant like prioritization, you know, and our first center is running so smoothly. We have an amazing team member there, but I also know like you can't put too much stock in relying on employees because you just never know when things are going to change or something's going to happen in your life and they need to 
change you know directions or whatever so um we also know that but um and, and part of it is like putting some additional security measures in place so that that one can continue to run so smoothly um but to still be able to be there when needed and and all of that um my goal is honestly like that within a couple of months i don't go work shifts at the center anymore um so that i can start to focus on this other piece and like the growth and the expansion. I'm also growing and expanding mindful solutions. And so like, you know, bringing more people in to help with some of that um, for my, my consulting work. I already have a team of uh, five folks now um, on the mindful wow. side of things. Whoa. And really awesome, by the way. Yeah. Yes. How many on the solutions and, side? I'm sorry, such a bad joke. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> yes, but God. growing that team, growing the team that, you know, helps at the center and getting all of that so that I can be a little bit more um, involved in right. a startup again because those first couple of years yeah. are they're intense yeah. but yeah. I'm also at the point right now where I could handle that give me you know a few more years and I may not be in a position that we could take on something additional um, but if we do a second oh, location it will likely be closer to my house which granted it only takes me like 16-20 minutes to get to the center from where I live but we're talking like that could be 5-10 to 10 minutes oh wow you Jeez. Know? so yeah, that would be lovely. Smaller towns are so nice for some things. Yeah. Uh, cheaper real estate's one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Much, much cheaper. Speaking yeah. of which, I, I have to share this. This was so refreshing. So after we closed the self-loop and, you know, we had the opportunity to open a, a new one from Dan Dickey's location, Theta State in Chesterton, Indiana, I went down to the town hall. And I had my checkbook. I was about to go register for my business license. I was ready to write the check, you know, a couple hundred bucks. And they looked at me like, oh, it's free. I'm like, what? You don't charge for business licenses? Like, there's no cost to running a business there. It's unbelievable, wow. you guys. Mm-hmm. So It's I, crazy how things vary from community well, Chicago, to community. right? Like, right. I'm just so used to Chicago and being charged for Every little yeah, they're thing. gangsters running Chicago. It's That's crazy, why, right? <laughs> so. Crooked gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about Chicago, <laughs> similar to Boston. You got to pay to play. It's, Everything. It's been a, a crazy yeah. time to operate a business in the city of Chicago. There's no, no question about it. But uh, it's so nice. I'm so happy to have like two locations in Indiana, um, and two in Illinois. Uh, it's it's just such a crazy difference, right, in terms of the support, the Chamber of yeah. Commerce. Like, we know everyone at the Chamber of Commerce. Everybody exactly. knows us. It's like small town. It's literally like Mayberry. It's unbelievable. It is. There. I love it. Yeah, everybody who comes in, it's like... They, you know, they knew such and such who came in and, and, or if I'm out at like having coffee, then I'm going to run into our clients. I'm going to run into, you know, local promoters or like event planners or whatever. And it really is wild. I I haven't experienced that. And I mean, since I was a kid and I grew up in a small town, but now like to be in this city where and people know me and recognize me, which is super weird to just be walking through the farmer's market. Well, and they're I'll like, hey, you're you that flip center girl. How about that <laughs> sexy magazine shoot you just did? My yeah, what was bird. that about? Girlfriend. Yeah, that was that wild. Hair, Speaking of everybody knowing people. On. I did. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, and you, you have like drew hair in that, in that cover. <laughs> I swear, I think the photographer took like, 
I don't know, 200 pictures of me. Just she had my hands like behind my hair and she's like, just hold your hair like this. And I was like, oh, my God. But my my hands are floating through my hair and she just didn't quite understand it. And it was funny because she kept telling me to like turn my face even more. And I was like, no, honey, that's my eyes do not go in the salt water. Um, But she did such a great job. Like she started magical. I love getting really excited. Yeah. Thank you. So speaking of photography, Dylan, I know I've been hounding you. Um, For those of you that do not prescribe, subscribe, prescribe, subscribe to the Patreon for Art of the Float Photography. I mean, you guys, there are so many amazing pictures. And just so that you know, I don't know what you're doing there, by the way. It's freaking me out. Um, Our Lake Zurich location, we have this huge white wall behind our front desk. So we've been looking for the right picture of a floating guy to put on this massive wall. So that's that's why we asked. And I just wanted to give you that shout out, Dylan, because the work you put into those photos is unbelievable. Aw, shucks. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so what uh, you said you want to put a, a male floater up on the wall? Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think we're going to go in that direction. Um, I loved one of the mock-ups that we had. I'll have to send it to you. But I don't know that Gibson Martin, my, my studio manager, wants to turn around and have like his eye shot at the guy's like midsection <laughs> every time. Um, so I'm not sure he's buying into the idea, but That's I love really it. Funny. But he has yeah. to work there every day. So I'm going to kind of soak it in and look at some other options. But yeah, I have this vision of just having this pop wall and it, that blue background. That'd be and so just fun. That pop and you want to use a, one of our photos? Is that what you're saying? Like, uh, didn't I make myself yeah. clear? Well, I, I, sorry. Yeah. Cool. Yay. Wow. That's great. That's, that's really the goal. Exciting. That's the goal. All right. And but at some point you're going to have, not, so don't have... get your hopes up. Great. All right. <laughs> at some point I'm probably going to have at least one of your photos on our vehicle. Um, nice. So nice. That's in the plans for this, this year is to Sukino Fi the, the uh, SUV that we have. So you got to do it. Well, mm-hmm. the best I, investment ever. You guys, it's yeah. to wrap a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Oh, for sure. Okay. We have two vans. They are, they get so much attention. It's oh, unbelievable. And it's so, the most, especially if you have a second location, Kim, it's a must. Mm-hmm. Driving yes. salt between. I mean, it's so practical. It's mm-hmm. a moving billboard. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. then you can't cut people off, you know? I, yeah, I drive yeah, too much like an problem. asshole. To <laughs> well, totally. I've got know, that problem. Yep. Yeah. Graham will be driving it, and he is a safe, good driver. I'm, I have a heavy foot. Like I go, I want to get somewhere and get some stuff done. And he's super chill about it. And so he'll be the one typically driving it. So I think it'll be all right. But we had to put some thought into that too. (laughs) Um, Shoot. Gloria, I had a question for you and I can't remember what it was about uh, photography stuff. Cause I mean, photography, you piqued my interest uh, talking about that, but um Kim, uh, with the wraparound, gosh, maybe I can't think of anything. Oh yeah. What I was going to say was I always want to be like, wait for the next photo set that's going to come out. Cause I, every, I feel like my photography progresses over time and maybe you can't see it exactly every shoot to shoot, but over months and years, you can definitely mm-hmm. see growth in it. Absolutely. And, uh, my understanding of usage and location of lights and brightness levels and stuff like that. And then of course, colors mm-hmm. as well has yeah. dramatically grown. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, just since you've mentioned me, I'll use this as a time to, to plug some of my stuff. Um, one is art of the float dot or is it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art of the Flow .com, or you can just go to Art of the Flow and, and find it through that as well. Um, is where you can find previous, many previous sets. Um, but they are more expensive than signing up for the other option, which is Patreon forward slash Art of the Float. Excuse me, Patreon.com forward slash Art of the Float. That's that 8.8 .8 ounce uh, alcohol, <clears throat> 16 ounces, um, affecting me here, which is uh, takes you to. Uh, Basically like a subscription for photos, video clips, and athletic models as well, scientific blog posts, all the stuff that you can do to feed into your um, social media and your online presence. So I'll just mention all of that stuff. And yeah, it seems like every time I'm editing a set, I'm like, oh my God, there's new cool stuff here that I can't wait for people to see. So Kim, I'm like, don't choose anybody yet. Wait till my next set comes out because there's some rocking stuff. But yeah, mm -hmm. anywho. So yes. thanks for the plug, Gloria. No, it's, and you it's better true. use one of my photos. I swear. I, it, I'm telling you, <laughs> you if we do it, of course I will. But uh, I'm, I'm not sure we're going to go through with that plan. We might just do a logo. But yeah, good oh, times, okay. good well, times. It's. Uh, <laughs> I finally feel like I'm paying attention to Lake Zurich because you know we bought Lake Zurich right at the beginning oh, of yeah, COVID, yeah. Uh, March 1st of 2020, and so. I had no, <laughs> no bandwidth or, you know, ability really to focus on it. And uh, here we are now. Drew, do you want to cue us in on anything that's been going on with you? What, what have you been up um, to? How were your holidays? Yeah. Uh, holidays were good. Um, like your personal uh, holiday. Like, did you? Personal holiday. <laughs> have yeah, a good. I, um, so I had, I, um, a lot, I guess a lot of people know I train jujitsu, but I stopped training um, around Thanksgiving because I didn't want to ruin Christmas. I didn't want to be the guy to catch COVID mm. and then have to cancel Christmas. Um, so um, that was great, but uh, six out of seven of my employees since December 1st have caught COVID. Not that I want to turn this into a COVID discussion because I'm so burnt out with it, but everybody got it. And everyone, only one person's full-time, everyone's part-time, so... Mm. New Hampshire at one point was leading the country in um, new COVID cases. And like everyone out here has got it since December 1st, um, including myself. Yeah, I didn't, I had a, a little bit of a problem, but nothing major. And I bounced back pretty, pretty good. Um, but it definitely wreaked havoc through the shop. I had to work like all the hours since December 1st. Um, I, have been working on, um, you know, getting a rental property going up in the White Mountains up here in New Hampshire. So I've been trying to focus on that quite a bit. The business itself is going well, but um, I'm doing that. I've snowboarded five times in the last two weeks, which is more than what I had done since I've opened the business. And I had multiple times where I was flying down the mountain. I was going so fast and I felt so alive and I was screaming and no one was around and I had <laughs> headphones on and I was just ho hooting and I I'm flying. I can see your hair. I can, I, this, you just ah, gave me this amazing visual of your wild hair. Boom. <laughs> Laying down, down some sick turns. Yeah. So um, I've enjoyed myself more in the last two weeks than I have in like the previous three years. So um yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to work smarter and not harder and enjoy life a little bit more and, um, you know, just kind of trying to stay focused on that stuff. I Although um, while COVID happened, it was a great uh, reminder for me that when, 
people get sick and their employees and they don't work, then it falls on my shoulders and I have to work. And um, one of the things I did while I was working that I had been neglecting, I took the opportunity and the time to, I came up with a really good um, employee handbook. I came up with a, I'm almost done with it, my uh, manual, some some things that I really had kind of been neglecting and I was kind of bored and said, this is probably my time to do these things. And I think I definitely suffered um, over the summer from, uh, I feel like it's like a wave around the four-year mark that owners of float centers who've been operating them kind of get burnt out and you get your employees going and you start to be less and less involved. And I definitely learned that lesson that I need to be more involved and <laughs> the place is going to run better when I'm more involved. It's like, right? It's a pendulum. Yeah. yeah. Right. Until you find that right balance, yep. it is. You're going to totally swing it. and it's going to feel great over here for a while. And <laughs> yep. then you're going to swing over here. It requires more then, attention. Like, so, yeah. 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 And, yeah. and you can think everything's fine and all si- every piece of evidence you have says everything's fine and it's really not. Right. So, um, you know, learning a lot of those lessons and now trying to get more things in writing and more official and um, have written stuff that I previously didn't. And so I've definitely made some progress with that. Um, You know, um, it's an interesting time, I think, for me personally, because I have other interests and I'm exploring those and, um, you know, when I'm actually in the float center, things are great. But um, when I'm not in the float center, <laughs> things are great too. So I'm trying to find that balance. And um, yeah, just trying to survive the winter up here. I snowboard as much as I can. That's what I've been doing. I snowboard by myself with headphones on. And I don't talk to anyone all day long. Mm-hmm. And I don't have service on my phone. And it's awesome. I've really enjoyed it. And so I think, um, yeah, no, no major complaints and the future is bright. I had a, I'm happy with the year that we had last year, especially coming out of COVID. Um, you know, pretty much anything would have been better than a COVID year, but, um, you know, no, yeah, no, no major complaints. Life is good. And, um, looking forward to the future here in 2022 positive vibes only. I think, you know, what you said there, Drew, about like getting to enjoy life. I think as entrepreneurs, we often forget that piece of it about how important that is and that that is fuel for you to be a better leader and fuel to be a better business owner. And, you know, we preach it all the time to our clients and to our guests who are coming in and like we are the worst at taking our own medicine. That's one of my goals for this year, too, is to really like remember to take a break and um I am notorious for like, oh, I've got like 20 minutes until my next thing. I'm going to go get started on it. And the next thing you know, it's been like three hours. And so I'm intentionally trying to schedule trips and schedule breaks that like actually remove me from my environment. I can say <laughs> that I'm going to take a day off, but I, I won't. Like right. if I'm home, 
I'm either going to be asleep or working and, you know, or, or playing with the kids during their little short window of time that they're home. But if I'm here, otherwise, like that's what I'm doing. And Graham and I took our first like vacation together for the first time in four years. With no and hitches. So happy four years. It, yeah, no hitches. I mean, I had a black eye. I got the flu while we were there. Barely made it back Tell to Mexico. about the black eye. I, oh, I yeah. And was it a two black eyes? Wrap. What, what the hell? It was, it was one black eye. And since we eye actually eye. have uh, video capabilities now, um, I will show you guys what my black eye looked like because it's healed and I'm okay now. Um, but... Y'all. Oh, that yeah. Was, we'll post that on social media for sure. It <laughs> was like That's awesome. day two or so. It got worse um, during the healing process for sure. Oh. But so we had our little Christmas thing with Graham's family. And um, every other year or so, we do it on New Year's Eve instead of like right around Christmas. And so this is our New Year's Eve year. And it's actually so much fun because his siblings come in, we bring the kids, we all just basically camp out at his mom's house for three or four days. Nice. And, you know, we have the kids who do their gift exchange during the daytime, then the adults do theirs at night, and then we stay up all night. Like, she gets an RV and parks it in front of her house in a neighborhood that hates that, and they go crazy, <laughs> and she gets threats every year, but we do it nice. anyway. Good, good. And Love it. that's our party bus. So once we <laughs> reach a certain hour inside, we go outside and continue just Whoa. hanging out. We play card games, drinking games, whatever, and it's adults only at that point, and like so much fun. But this year, um, my brother-in-law's girlfriend, introduced the saran wrap game and if you're not familiar with that basically you there's a whole bunch of prizes and you take like three boxes of saran wrap or something and you start wrapping the prizes in the saran wrap and you keep wrapping and the ball gets like really really big and during the game you're rolling the dice one person's rolling the die and then the, the person behind them is like unraveling and when the other person hits doubles then they have to stop and pass it to the next person. You get anything that came out while you're unraveling. So my husband is like, I don't know, the first or second person. I'm trying to roll the die, which means I have to like lean forward and we're sitting in a circle on the ground. And as I lean forward, it's wild. People are yelling and screaming and like his hand comes up right as I lean down and he just oh. nailed me right in the top of the cheek. Within a minute or two, I had what was like a thumbprint bump, um, like a little thumb yeah. climbing out of my eye. I iced it, but then the next day I walked in and because I was sleeping in the RV, like I didn't see myself <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> I came in a few too many cocktails, I'm sure, but walked in and everybody stopped talking. They all just looked at me like, oh, Wow. And sure enough, full black eye. And then the, the, the real fun of all of this, that was on New, Year, New Year's Eve. So on the first, I wake up like with a black eye. And then we were leaving on the fourth to travel out of the country. Yeah. And flying and trying to hide a black eye and like act like it was no big deal and of course i'm going to the beach where i don't want to wear makeup but i had to load on makeup every day to try to hide oh, it and i would have yeah. definitely looked at graham a little sideways if i saw uh -huh. you two together 
Well, the worst part was when we arrived in Mexico, we got off the plane and the line at immigration was so long and I don't do well in crowds Mm. and they had turned off the escalators because the line was so bad. And so we went down the stairs and as soon as we hit the bottom of the stairs, like it hit and I had a panic attack, like full on anxiety as we're going through. And so my natural tendency is like, okay, I know we have to get through this. So I had a backpack on, I flipped my backpack around. So it was on the front, like kind of shielding me. And I tuck my head down. I would not look up because if I see the crowd of people, I lose it. And so I would not look up. I was just looking down and then I'm crying. I have a black eye. I'm having a massive panic attack. I can't speak to anybody. And so Graham and I both were apparently getting quite a few looks. And poor man, he's like rubbing my back and, you know, like just trying to console me and keep me moving through this whole situation while people are looking at him like, what is going on? What did you do to her? It was awful. So awful. So well, awful. I'm but, so glad that it's healed. I'm so glad that the yeah. you know story you've made up uh, seems believable. But you look radiant tonight, and uh, yes. Graham, we've got our eye on you. Oh, jeez, yeah. come on. Let me tell you, that poor man felt so bad for like. Of course, we were all laughing and giving him a hard time about it. But that man, I don't think I've ever seen him feel as bad as he felt. Like he was that distraught. Interesting. It's not like you just fell yeah. down and actually hit a doorknob. He yeah. did cause he did that. Hear me. <laughs> yeah. So if you see him and you say something and he cracks, like you'll know why. But now I, I think he's laughing about it. We're trying, uh, uh, trying uh. to get in there. I'm laughing about it because. It was wild, except for the panic attack part that I could have done without. But Well, guys, I uh, before, as we start wrapping up the show here, uh, Ben Affleck wasn't able to make it tonight, but we have another That's the super... the he's canceled on us. I, I know. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. We'll so get him rude. on. He's, t- he's busy, but he wants to join. He does want to join. Ben Affleck wasn't able to make it, but I'm really, really excited to say of equal or greater value guest, we have on Brian Van Pesky. You know Yay! the name. K. Hey, Brian. Hey, everyone. The man who needs no introduction. Yeah, apologize for the background noise. Dylan pulled me in uh, during a dog walk. Nice. Hi, Vaughn. Vaughn, nice. yeah. yeah. a little, yeah. a little wow. rub, head rub for me. Okay, will do, man. America's yeah. most beautiful dog, yeah, or at least <laughs> photogenic. And Brian might have something to do with him coming across the well on the old Instagram. But uh, so for anybody who doesn't, I mean, this is our 2022 show. This is our opener, and I just want to. I think our another unsung hero, besides like the spouses who are with the family during these recordings um, and making sure that everything else uh, goes on while we record. The other unsung hero is Brian behind the scenes here who, um, you know, every time those uh, photos from Patreon show up in your inbox, uh, anytime, I mean, any anything technical, <laughs> believe me, it's not me doing it. It's Brian behind the scenes and he is co-owner of Art of the Float. We started this together, I don't know, was it like six or seven years ago, something like that? It's, it's crazy to think about how long we've been doing this, man. 
Yeah, it really it, is. It, he, he ran into the float shop with his five finger toed Vibrams on. And I was like, I need to hang out with this guy a lot. Is that how you guys met? Is that how, is that how I love that story? Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll tell the story, Drew. So uh, one, one day, I'm a big trail runner. One day I was coming back from a run and decided to take a slightly different route than I normally take. And that route took me right past Dylan's float shop. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's a float center right near me. This is amazing. It's in my neighborhood. So I burst through the door. I'm all sweaty. Got my running gear on. Dylan's at the front desk. I'm like, oh, hey, do you guys do you guys do floats here? And he looks up from the desk and goes, shh, people are floating. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. It's like the most perfect love story ever. I, I love it. Well, yeah, him being all greased up definitely helped. That's for sure. He, he was primed to swoon me. And, and uh, yeah, the friendship blossomed and the business ideas percolated, uh, which started out with a blog. And he was, I mean, from the very beginning, more like the technical stuff, the editing of. I read that blog. I read oh that God. blog. Oh, wow. So yeah. Yep. That's weird. Thank you for that, you guys. Thank you wow. for that. I, I don't think without the resources from, you know, obviously Graham and Ashcon and the crew over there at Float On and your blog, I, I would feel armed enough to move forward with yeah. my business, Float 60. So shout out. Thank you. Brian, yeah. If you think cool. about it, Drew, Gloria, and I all studied like everything Art of the Float before we opened. Yeah. So thousand percent. Yeah. And Brian, for people who don't know, Brian was definitely much more active before. I um, mm-hmm. he ha- he has a day job that yeah. it kind of interferes with the podcast. But um, no excuse. No, <laughs> you should quit your job, Brian. Yeah. Come back. Oh wait, but oh, Brian- <laughs> actually, funny you should say. <laughs> yeah, but Brian, Brian, when um, in I, I think your pod- the podcast started in 2015, and Brian was definitely a more active. Um, part of it back then, but um, definitely like the- an influence with with you and um, the previous people, Amy and um, Lance. You know, mm-hmm. big help. Like, I definitely owe a lot to the art of the flow, and Brian was a part of that original crew. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. we're inspiring others the way they did. But mm-hmm. and and you guys, how long have we been doing it? It's been a, it's been. What going into the fourth like year or something months? crazy oh, like that? Really? <laughs> Eight, since eighteen? You're kidding yeah. me? Yeah, three years. Yeah. I think and it was I like late late twenty eighteen, early twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's bananas. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, Brian used to produce the show, like like edit or or, or like. He used to be in every episode. Even if he wasn't talking, he was live there with every single recording. And so he could jump in at any time. Producer Brian would jump in. Uh, those are some some golden years right there. Some yeah. um, but going back, uh, and yeah, he had to get a, a damn real job and with like real hours oh, no. and responsibilities. <laughs> no so excuses. I, I, we can trade it. works full time oh. and we make it happen. So come on, Brian. Hey, are there any updates with that, yeah. Brian? How's the job? How's the day job? Uh, so I, I left Nike. I quit hey. Nike. You did? Nice. Oh. Yep. <laughs> wow. And, uh, yeah, switched to, uh, switched to a software company, uh, kind of local startup. Uh, they're fully remote, so I, you know, I get that flexibility yes. now. Nike was pretty yeah. insistent on dragging people back into the office. <laughs> yeah. 
Nice. Well, congratulations. That sounds yeah. exciting. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's been it's yeah. been fun so far, and it's nice to be back in a more of a small startup environment than a giant behemoth of mm-hmm. you know a massive company where it's a lot of a lot of things you got to push through to accomplish anything. Mm. Hey, Brian, can you put on your video for a minute? This is our first video podcast episode. And uh, oh, you guys yeah. see what I fell in love with? You see it? Oh my gosh! Yeah, we need, we need some PVP. light in the face, guys. I know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, Brian, the big winner, the big winner with your job change is Vaughn. If you're home all day, he must be psyched. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty stoked. It's uh, <laughs> it's 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 a pretty busy gig as well, though. So he's not getting as much dad uh, hangout time as he probably wants. But yeah. Better than nothing. That's right. Um, cool. Well, congratulations. I'm happy for you, you if you. you're happy. That's awesome. Agreed. Yeah, man. Thanks for all the kind words, too. It's so cool that, you know, all of you have been listeners from the beginning, and it's really, really cool that you're on the show now. It's a, what an amazing uh, kind of journey. Yeah, that is it is. It, it is mind boggling. My brain actually it's, it's can't crazy. process it. Yeah, uh, I and if you go another it. layer, but if you go another layer, the fact that Drew and Gloria and I have all been able to help other float centers get up and running as well, yeah. like it, yeah. it's, it's just third like, generation, really cool thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. baby, paying it forward. It, so, exactly, yeah. Brian. Um, and keep keep that in front of your beautiful face, though. I don't know how this video stuff works yet, but give the people what they pay for, okay? Um, so I don't know if you were there, Brian, but we had a conversation with Amy and Amy was like, you guys have value. Cause we were, I think, intimidated with, with float on float tank solutions. They were starting to roll out. I think it was a business plan at the time and maybe even helping centers open already. And we're like, they, they've got that. And Amy was like, you guys have a different take. Like you guys also have things of value. You both they have things of value and you guys have have value here um and i think maybe i can't remember if that inspired the blog or actually podcasting and then amy joining the podcast like just the this snowball effect of everything happening with this community just uh, absolutely boggles my mind i think we i think we lost brian there um but uh it, it is weird to have a little retrospective moment here and think about mm-hmm. how, this is, how this is all manifested. And I know we've said it like a million times before, but there's something just so incredibly special about this industry. You know, sitting with my friends today yeah. talking about a future where like we could, you know, build something together, but yeah. that we also will support each other no matter what. And one of those, I told them point blank, like if you guys ever decide to open a float center, I'm going to be there with you walking you through the whole process beginning to end because like it's not competition like you and and the same is true here you know across the float industry there are multiple different perspectives and different styles and you know and and what what was created initially and what we've created together with this group of people like it just continues to evolve and and add more rather than take away from yeah you know i second that i just experienced last weekend or last friday uh, went up to visit Floatstone up in Lake Bluff, Illinois. And then I talked to Donna, um, who just, Donna with a, a D, she just opened a True Rest in Skokie, Illinois. And I've been on the phone with her. I'm going to meet her for coffee. I mean, it's it's so unique, right? And I think the people who do come into the industry, they're so, like, cautious about... 
yeah, yeah, yeah. How collaborative we are. They're like, wait, what's the angle here? I'm like, no, no, we just help each other. Like for the for the most part, right? There are outliers, but it's it just was so refreshing to kind of be in it because I am not in the day to day. As everybody knows, I have a day job too, and um, so on the weekends I do try to immerse myself as much as I can. And I was so charged by that, like just recharged by connecting. And uh, it's something special. I can't wait until we go do this again and start getting out more and not worrying about COVID <sighs> exactly. and all of exactly. that. It's just something really special. So, yeah, ma'am. Thank you. Very similarly, we also have another float center opening up just outside of Portland. And um, Sandra found somehow showed up on her Instagram feed. And so she just immediately hammered out an email, messaged them. Next thing I know, we're having uh, a tour through their their build out and everything with our little girls running through their space. And I I don't know if there's anything better than seeing a float center being built. It is one of the most exciting things mm-hmm. in the world. So that was really fun. And yeah, just that sense of community, man. It's so good. And I think about he, sense he, of community. And I know we got to wrap up soon, but we cannot leave this podcast without talking about this last thing. The float conference. Yes. Thank you. Yep. That's the right. Dates have been announced. Yes. Kim. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're going to be in. Portland, Maine, the main event. Main, you guys get it? The main event. Oh, oh, oh. The main event is Dude, happening stop. August 26th through 28th. It's the last weekend of August. And uh, we'll have the CPO workshop and the Starter Center workshop happening before that. Um, oh. And pre sale tickets actually go on sale um, February 1st. No way. We have a limited number of tickets available. Um, and then, so yeah, a very limited number. And then like, we're starting everything earlier this year. Um, that's one of the big things that we felt like, you know, we needed to make sure that we were getting speakers in earlier. We were sharing more information earlier, helping people make decisions. And so this is like really early in the process, but for February 1st is our presale launch tickets will be available and like, we're doing this. Is this Portland, Maine? Is it going to be a bit harder? Uh, <laughs> that was brilliant. Nice job. Nice job. So if you, <laughs> hey. if you don't know, James and Amy Harder are our local liaisons. They own Float Harder um, Wait, in Portland, Maine. Who is this? It's some guy, Harder some guy, guy, some girl. Like, I don't yeah, think they're, I know him. What's his first name? J. Ah. Yeah, something like J. Oh, J. Oh, um, I know Amy. She's a rock star, but I don't She's think I've amazing. ever met the other guy. Yeah, okay, that's that a joke for people that are listening. It's a slam on uh, Mr. Harder. He forgot me. He forgot my name. And I was like, okay, a big F you to you, oh. too, baby. Wow. I love you. I'm just kidding. Wow. But anyway, I cannot wait. May- Portland, Maine, you guys. Portland, Maine. So Portland, Maine. pumped. It's gorgeous. Like, I mean, Where, where's it, the it's location? absolutely beautiful. I know so, there were some different... Yeah. This is going to be, it's going to be crazy. Like it's going to be absolutely wild. We are going to be in cross arena, which is the hockey arena. Like, okay. I mean, wrap your head around that. Our main stage is actually going to be where the ice is. Like, of course, there's oh, no the ice, but um, cool. some of the sessions might take place. Like the locker rooms are actually really, really nice and great for group <laughs> meetings. I know that sounds absolutely crazy. I'll need some photographic evidence of that. Yeah, I, I need a little virtual it. tour. I'm not, 
I'm not saying yet that that's the case, but like it is a really, really cool space. And what they can do for events like ours is just amazing. And we have a lot more flexibility. Like we'll probably be bringing in some food trucks again this year. Um, and it's going to be just a really, really awesome food and food trucks. Portland, Maine. If you love, um, if you love food, seafood, absolutely delicious, lots of food trucks, funky town. I would say it's similar to like a Burlington, Vermont, a Boulder, Colorado, a kind of a Portland, Oregon, but with a little East Coast style to it. (laughs) (laughs) Not as Portland, Oregon as Portland, Oregon. Maybe I'm ignorant. I'm on the West Coast here, but New York City is also just like 10 minutes walking distance, right? Like you're right there. (laughs) No? Not from Portland. Oh, okay. Okay. We're going to drive. And it's a gorgeous. Dylan. (laughs) it's a gorgeous destination too. And so like lodging we know is going to be booking up really fast. And so as soon as we launch tickets, we're also providing some recommended places that you can stay. Um, We're going to have multiple this year, not just one hotel. We are working with multiple um, to give some different price points and different options for people. Um, Airbnbs, like usually we're like begging people to come and stay at our venue because that helps us to cover some of the costs. Um, this year is going to be a little bit different. So um, there will be lots of different lodging that we recommend um, and just such a cool venue. We we're making this like super cool. There will be an online portion as well. Um, we learned a lot from last year. It's going to be a much more simplified experience for those who are attending online, which also means that the price point is going to be much lower for online attendance. Um, but we're holding off on those tickets for a little while. We're not launching virtual tickets right off the bat. It'll just be for in-person cool. and then we'll launch those a little bit you know, later down the line. But yeah, oh, and similar to last year. Awesome. Yeah. Similar to last year, we know COVID is unpredictable we have no idea um what we're going to be doing so we're going to be you know pretty lenient with our cancellation policy too yeah but we're going and if you like lobster and have never had maine lobster then you need to go there just for the maine lobster because it is the best lobster in the absolute world lobster 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 <laughs> I'm trying to make sure people can understand that. He's doing us a favor. Yeah, the lo- lobster is really good out here. But- hey, we eat lobster here. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. And I know they have connections and- to some lobster peoples. Whoa. And Drew, how, how far are we from um, from your center, Drew? About an hour and 20 minutes. It's not exactly walking. close, but yeah. yeah, 10 minutes walking. Cool. 10 Same minutes as walk. New York. It's, it's fine. Yeah. But you could also like I really, really hope some folks plan some travel around this and like come and enjoy the area. Maybe stop by Drew's place on the way through and then just enjoy Maine, like stay for a couple of extra days, stay for the fun afterwards, because there's always a group of people that, you know, do crazy, wild, fun things on Sunday evening or even Monday or Tuesday the day after, you know. So make it like take a break, enjoy life. As we were talking about earlier, like enjoy some life and, and really enjoy everything around the flip conference too. And if you want to make a trip out of it, if you're from out of town, Boston is a beautiful city and it is not far from Portland. So you could fly into Boston, add a couple of days to 
where America started because a bunch of Bostonians had enough and said, we're not going to take it anymore and threw some tea over the water and said, now what? And then we formed our independence and they were smart enough to fight in a way that was untraditional. So we were able to beat the Revolutionary War and win the Revolutionary War and start our independence. So there's a lot of history Holy in Boston. History if you want to uh, Drew, yeah. we don't Go, teach sorry. critical independence theory here Is anymore. This drunk That's history? Not no longer allowed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of my people for making our independence back in the 1700s and you can go to Paul Revere's house and you can walk the 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 trail yeah the Paul Revere trail yeah two if two if by sea one if by night I don't know if people know wow. the history. But we got a whole uh, and, yeah. tour guide here. Okay. Yeah, Bunker Hill. I just Hill, have so. to say, I'm so excited that people can actually like watch us on video now and see what we're all doing and like where we're trying to hold back on laughter and like, yeah. It does add a whole other dimension, oh but I actually forgot that people don't watch us and the others because we're always like yeah. this, right? But yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, sometimes uh, things are a little... Sometimes other Dicey. things happen. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody can like be pretty. Me. It's great. Yeah. Oh, we have uh, a history. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. <laughs> That'll Keep be for the book. Okay. So while I talk, for anybody who's on video, if Brian's still there, he can put the camera on his dog so people can see how beautiful that doggy is. Um, and I love but- the bull. The bowl, awesome bowl, because the science bowl, the dog has to figure out. Yeah. My oh, dog has yeah. that bowl so that they don't eat Hi, too fast. Don't eat too fast. I love yeah. Brian. Oh, oh look at that sweetheart. Okay, so oh my, oh my god, Aww. for our listeners, uh, Vaughn is now shaking Brian's hand and being a little little He's sweet pupper. So oh my god, like, high That's a smart dog, right there. All right, yeah. so Vaughn's dog. smarter than me, Brian. Way to show it off. <laughs> Anyways, um, so okay, we had a couple episodes recorded, uh, a little out of sync here. I promised uh, Drew and what was that guy's name? The heart or something? I I don't know. Jay. Jim. Jay. Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> It's Jimmy Harder. John? Yeah. John, John. I don't know talking about, so. Von Harder, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. Ooh, maybe I wouldn't watch that movie. Anyway, anyway, uh, um, Von Harder is uh, has an episode that uh, I would really like to get out that I promised I'd get out before the end of 2021 and um, oh wait that's the one that's the one where he forgot yeah. my name so this so, is like memento you see what happens later first and yeah, then you get to it. see yeah yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> so i just have to tell this quick story and i know we're trying to wrap up but not so, at all gloria please go for it. harder i can't remember his first name he <laughs> had this episode with drew and Something must have happened. He had some kind of brain freeze and couldn't remember. No, we were drinking for like an hour before we started. That's what really happened. He he put a few back before we started to record. But the funniest part is, I have to give myself a pat on the back for this. He texts me and he's like, I could tell he's like sincerely like worried that I'm going to be offended. Like, are you serious? You think I'm that easily offended? He texts me and he's like, hey, I just want to give you the heads up, man. I am so sorry. I forgot your name on the podcast. And like, duh, you know, and, you know, my response, who is this? And I think he bought it. I think he legit thought I was serious. It was super cute. She, so. she shared the screenshots. He totally bit. Oh, yeah. And you. I loved it. You totally rickrolled him. That was amazing. <laughs> and just for anybody else who's out there, if, if you're texting this group, 
whatever pictures you're sending or texts you're sending, know that we all get them. So be yeah. careful. <laughs> Hive mind right here. Our little oh. group chat therapy. Oh boy. So not to um, interrupt, but I had to set that up because I just thought it was so cute. He was like, so sorry. And I'm like, come on, dude, really? I don't care. No. It's okay. He's a good guy. It's, it's what I Jimmy Harder's anyway. a good guy. Go Don Harder. Jimmy Harder. Um, let's see here. So, uh, my goal is to get that out, but I will say that while I guess you could call this a teaser episode as far as the video goes, and then, um, Gloria and I have a nice episode. Who was our guest? Matt Phillips. Matt. Oh yeah, that's right. We had a great conversation with Matthew Phillips. Wonder boy. Yeah, man. Seriously. He is a good guy. Yeah. Um, definitely listen to that episode and then the videos will come back up because there's a little backlog there. And we just wanted to make sure our first episode was the, all of us getting back together, getting the gang back together, including BVP over there. Uh, who I'm pretty sure that was awesome. Not analog anymore, but anyway, uh, go Brian. And Olga's not here tonight. I think she's sick. Actually. I, I texted her. I was like, come on, join the pod. And she hasn't responded because uh, she's under the weather and it's, it's late out there. Not for you guys, but for her, and uh, so she's probably sleeping. You heard so me. she's sick of us, is what she. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Us. Sick of our shit. <laughs> we don't listen to uh, her. We're, we're she learned a lot from us in 2021. She's like mm, boundaries. <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you, Olga, for producing this show. I'm sorry you weren't on tonight. Celebrate, Brian. Thanks for being co-owner and, and founder of Art of the Float here. Thank you so much. Oh, Drew. Drew. And check out Vaughn at Vaughn Ventures. On Instagram, yeah, you yes. can follow. Some gorgeous photos. <laughs> Thanks for the plug, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mindful Solutions—that's two L's. Dot Solutions. Kim, what does Mindful do, Solutions do for Float Center owners? Oh my gosh, we do a lot. We do social media. Um, we do animated videos. We do. We're getting ready to launch some new stuff this year, and we'll be launching brochures and posters and. Um, business cards and additional marketing resources. And then we're also going to be at some point launching some training solutions like nice employee training, communications, customer service, management, leadership, type management, like all the things. Um, Yeah. So behind the scenes, you've been talking about that for a long time. And I can only imagine how much work goes into that (laughs) because uh, it does not turn my crank, man. Good Lord. That scares me. Uh, I think just to provide a little clarification there on like the animated videos, animated videos, Mm -hmm. like uh, one of the things you can do is like an intro to your float center. So people can see whether they're at home or in your lobby, watch a video. Um, Drew, is that, are you doing that with? Yeah, it's, um, I've finally got around to recording what I needed to record, but (laughs) yeah, she's working on making a video for me and I'm so excited, especially as I hire employees and I do kind of worry that the same uh, introduction is being done. And when I'm not there, I don't know that it is, but I don't have to worry about it. Once I have this video, I'm going to add this video to my text reminders that go out for the appointments. So I can send it in the um, original confirmation email when they book an appointment. I can put it on the website and I can also add it to the um, text reminder so that when they say, oh, don't forget your appointment tomorrow, 3 p.m. 15. If you haven't watched this video, you must watch this video before coming in. And we're going to give plenty of opportunities because how awful is it when someone shows up 
they're five minutes late, it's their first time, and you need to run through an intro, and it's like, come on, you were supposed to be here 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And so this yeah. video, I'm, I'm very confident and excited mm-hmm. to be able to push that video to people so I don't really have to do that on the day of. I can just do a brief, let's walk in, I'll point everything out, and you already watched the video, right? And hopefully people will just say, yeah, I watched that video, and go on about yeah. their business. Yeah. I will say, Very give them exciting. a pop quiz. I ask them two ah. questions that immediately oh, tell me if, if they uh, watched it or not. So we recommend, recommend not using conditioner during your pre-float shower. And so I ask them, what do you not use during your pre-float shower? And how do you know your session time is up? Oh, and those two questions. quick and easy that tells me if they watch it or not. And because sometimes people are like, yeah, I watched it. And I ask that and I'm like, hmm. Did you? <laughs> well, I mean, like the first minute. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. have a seat. Yeah. And <laughs> back it, but it's a game changer. I mean, it was seriously a game changer for us. In a million and ways. also while we're talking about this, just so you know, it integrates like Kim had me take pictures of my float center so that when I say as you're floating on your left is a handicap grab bar that has a face cloth folded over it and a spray bottle on top of it. She's going to show the picture of that. Right. And show where the light. Yeah. It's really cool. And she Mm -hmm. has him on her website. If you want to see an example of it, which is the one that Mm -hmm. I've shown people like, this is what we're going to do for our, for our float center. Yeah. They're so fun. They're so fun for me to create. Like, seriously, I've been working on Drew's today. And I'm so next. like before we got on, I'm like, oh, my God, I love doing these. I love doing these. And I just forget how much I love doing them because, like, I feel like I'm in your centers. And, like, I've done several of the, like, a bunch of them at this point. And it's just so cool to see how different everybody is and, like, what your policies mm-hmm. are. And, like, they're all, you know, unique. And I, I'm making it feel like I'm in your center. So I feel like... I'm visiting. It's really cool. Gloria says she's next. I'm pretty sure I'm yeah. on the queue too, but I think I also just have never recorded my audio. I think I, that was a plan like I when the pandemic it. hit. I think was I to tried that. to get it going like in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a team inspired. I'm, I'm inspired, you know. I've got somebody on my team that can be the point and getting it to happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm inspired. Awesome. Well done, Drew. You sold me. Well, nice. guys, and there is Brian's face. I promise I'm closing Yay. out the show here. Uh, Kim, as soon as we we're like, oh, we could do video. She was like, hey, we can do live episodes with uh, everybody watching us again. Uh, they can ask questions and stuff like that. And uh, I, I, first of all, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. And we used to do that. And there were really fun and successful episodes with like really cool creative questions. Sometimes live asking guests. I remember uh, Tobin Cooley when he joined on, like people had awesome soundproofing questions and he was, man, right there to answer those. Um, But what was wild is, uh, can I call you BVP? Do I know you well enough to call you BVP and put it out to the entire world? (laughs) (laughs) Too late now. It's out of the bag and it's kind of catchy. Brian would be behind the scenes with I, I swear it was like I don't know like a, a cyberpunk scene with wires going all over the place and different softwares that we would have installed that he'd be running behind the boards and there'd be sparks flying out so that we could have like a <laughs> Facebook live live videos have people chatting with us all the audio would be synced up properly and everything and now apparently there is software that like will make that possible for us anyway like that absolutely bizarre to me that times have changed this much since yeah. since uh. Ryan's been doing that stuff manually. <laughs> it was crazy. 
One more shout out to Brian. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah now, now the tools exist. It's all built into these platforms. So bananas. Well, we'll see if this episode actually records properly. This is our maiden voyage here. <laughs> okay, for that. Okay, thanks to thanks to Olga, thanks to Brian, Kim, Gloria, Drew. Thank you guys. It is such a damn pleasure to see you guys again. Uh, therapy is right. It is like float therapy in person with you guys. I look forward to seeing you guys so much. And uh, also big shout out to our sponsors. Thank you much so much to um, Helmbot, who I... <laughs> You know, I, I'll record it for the beginning of the show when I've had less to drink about all that Helmbot can do for you. But uh, Helmbot and Isopod, I-S-O-P-O-D.com. Check them out for sure. Thanks, you guys, so much for making the show possible, for supporting us, and for making incredible products that we truly believe in. Thank you, guys. And um, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting us on the old Patreon. We appreciate it. We have some exciting announcements that will come out in very early 2022. I'm biting my tongue. That is something Brian has also trained me on, is not announcing things too early. And uh, let's see here. Beyond that... As always, it's Vaughn Ventures on Instagram.com. We will see you next week. We did it! 2022. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for joining. Yeah. So Brian, it was good to see you tonight. Dude, you put that hair up. Let that hair back down, brother. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen that in a while, huh? First thing when I joined, I was like, damn, look at that. Look at that. For a second, I thought that was a wig. I had to go back and I had to create Drew's new avatar and like it's like oh geez the original one I created for him forever ago there was no hair and now I'm like oh that hair's not longer 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 (laughs) but over here in the east coast my friends of course they make they like say I have a huge forehead that's why I wear this because my friends make fun of me so